0: Everybody, welcome to Preview Week as uh, the 2022 high school baseball season starts on Friday, April 1st. We've got our in-depth look at uh, the entire NJSIA uh, baseball season as we uh, get going. Um, we, we've got the guy who everybody wants to hear from. It's, uh, it's John Kroger, the longtime guru of New Jersey high school baseball, set so to break it all down for us. Um, today, we're going to start with the big schools, the big public schools, Group 3 and Group 4. Um, we will uh, just kind of get his thoughts on what we're looking at there across uh, North and South Jersey. Um, and we will start with, uh, we'll run through both brackets here. Um, last year, you guys may recall that that Mont, uh, Middletown South uh, knocked off a surprise Montclair team in the Group 4 final. Montclair got through a Couple of uh, upsets, got on a nice run and uh, got to the finals before Ben Shield and company took care of them. And uh, in Group Three, we had the epic final, Ocean City beating Pasag Valley in a game that I think is might still be going on. It, uh, it was a long, long game at, uh, at in Hamilton Township at, uh, at the Mayo Field, and Ocean City winning its first state title ever. So we'll start with the last year's champs or any uh you know both teams i guess still in contention to uh got to be considered one of the favorites this year but let's uh let's hit group four and start in the north and uh see who might be able to unseat middletown south if anybody
1: well i would like to say hello to everybody um so you know well while we talk about this today some schools have changed classifications um you know, like Bishop Eustace has gotten to be a couple other ones um, have changed also, but I don't know if uh, in group four, if there's really any um, teams that have come up or went down that are really going to be affected, but a team that comes out to me, um, you know, we're talking about the North and South. There's, there's a lot of good teams. Huntington Central has everybody back. Um, they're going to whenever they want to win a game with Kyle McCoy. I don't know if anybody can beat him. Eddie's um, a lefty he's going to you know uh, Maryland he's 91 to 93 lefty. Um, he's going to be really tough. So I think the other thing here is the hundreds and Central do they have a prime two, three and four who can get by those games and Kevin Cousy, the coach at Hunterton Central can survive because last year they couldn't survive against Middletown South. So, but I think you're going to see a rematch with that Middletown South, Hunterton Central, whether it's the finals or, you know how it is, you get seeded depending on um, how the season goes. But I think Hunterton Central is one of the teams you have to look at and has to be this year's preseason favorite. They're, they're, they're a loaded team. Absolutely. I don't know what your thoughts are.
0: Yeah, the hitting, pitching. I think, I think them and uh, Middletown South. If you're looking at Central Jersey, they're they're clearly the the standout teams. You know, if you're going to pick favorites, um, you know, I think you go down to South Jersey, and you probably have a little more, little deeper uh, set of, of of clubs going after that. Probably starting with, you know, either like an Egg Harbor or a, uh, you know, a as, uh, as maybe the two that, that probably you get your, your, your biggest eyes on at this point.
1: So with group four, you also have the Passaic Tech situation for North Jersey. So any game Passaic Tech wants to win with Nasir Mule, all right? Mule, whatever they... <laughs> um, he's going to be tough to beat. I mean, he's up to 98, 100 miles an hour. And let's not forget... This isn't a team that just has one pitcher, right? right? They got Johnny Gilligan, who to me he's strike throwing machine in the mid '80s. His brother, who's a catcher, uh, Jace, and then the um, the kid. They're they're going to be a really tough out in in group four, and I think Ron, Rob Rob knows it, and that's why he, he you know he asked me he wanted to play one of the best teams in the state on that May 1st date. And I said, oh, how about St. Joseph and touch them? They're going to be a top five team. He goes, let's do it. So mm-hmm. I think the state is going to be a really tough out in group four.
0: Yeah, they might. I got to think that they're the the favorite of the North group four schools. Um, yep. The only, you know, does Montclair have enough to make a run again? I, I love Anzaldi because he's such a, I don't want to say old school pitcher, but, you know, everybody's focused mm-hmm. on. Throwing 99, 100 anymore or as fast as they can. And, you know, he's that classic lefty, can throw multiple pitches at any point in the count. And doesn't matter, doesn't matter how much training you do, those guys always
1: seem to give you fits. Yeah. And Soldi had a great year last year, you know, and he, he had a couple games where he got assisted by 5 4 wins, 3 2 wins. But speaking to him and, and his dad, I mean, he's, he's done up four or five miles an hour on his fastball. Yeah, um, and it's funny every time he gets gets up a mile, he sends me the video and he proves it. He's a hard worker, Anzaldi. Uh, but yeah. That's not the only thing they have at Montclair. Um, you know, the coaching's with Davazi uh, does a really good job um, with Gensch, but they have a catcher, Ethan uh, Davideau. Da- Davido, um, he's worked with us at Ani Ramos Catching Academy, and he's really big time and we all know he can hit but as a defensive catcher um you got to have a really good catcher if you're going to win a championship and he showed that last year um as he really had a great last 10 games of the season so montclair is definitely a good pick um clifton with the lefty rogers um he's he pitched against nazir last year a couple of times i believe um clifton has a shot they're going to be one of those teams that can beat you and Maybe lose to anybody. Um, they don't have a, little, a lot of kids back, but they have key players back. Um, team that I kind of like is Watch on Hills. You got Mamoli, and then Lorenzo Miola. That team's going to be a real tough out. Yeah. And I know they're, pro- they're probably saying right now, how about Watch on Hills? How about Watch on Hills? And they're going to play Huntington Central maybe three times this year. That that's a good club.
0: And I, I like that senior class because they came in, I don't want to say at the bottom, but they 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 took their lumps early and have and sort of built towards something hopefully special here. But you know, as as you mentioned, you know, Jake and, and Lorenzo, it's a pretty good couple pieces to start with.
1: Yeah. So who's your north pick? Who are you going with? Uh
0: pro I gotta
1: It's I, I hard. Hate to
0: speak. I hate just picking the favorites, but uh, you know I got to think that that Passaic Tech is is probably, you know, if I had to to rank a, a favorite here, and I love that, you know, I'm invariably going to get all these comments now in my inbox that I'm sleeping on so and so, and I'm sleeping on so and so. I I love baseball, and I love the setup because it doesn't matter what we're talking about at the end of March, you got to prove it in June, you know. Yes. And there's there's some teams, and I think you probably know of a few that you know we we think they might be good teams and the coach might think you know we're not quite there yet but you know there are some teams you know as we get through the uh these brackets here that you know might not be ready to be in that top 2025 yet but but you come the end of the year and and you got to think that that's going to happen
1: the thing that i it's yes it's a team game but it's all about pitching in the states i mean North Brunswick last year was 17 and 10. Now, when do you get Zach Konstantinovsky? If, you know, you get him. You, let, let's say coach says we're, we're going to save him for round two. Yep. And might North might, Brunswick is 16 they might, and 10, and they're the they eight might not seed. be round two. That's right. You, you, well, if they win that first game, and then they play 100th and Central, and, and if they win their 8-9 game, let's just say, and they play 100th and Central, he is gonna be really tough to
0: beat. He's, yes.
1: he is a real single, good
0: one. single elimination baseball in the postseason. It's it's crazy yes. because it is it is what you can dictate with your your pitching matchups, and yep. it's a little bit tougher in in pitch count world because you need you probably at least need a third or a fourth guy you can depend on. You can't just ride. Heck, you could you used to be able to ride one into the ground and just try to spot a couple a second guy for a few innings, but you know, you can't do that anymore. You need to have, you know, at least three guys, I would think. Uh, exactly. But, but yeah, you can, you got, you know, I, there's so many stories through the years of teams that, that were 500, but had one stud and, and just kind of wrote them into, you know, a sectional title or something like that. Um, yep. Groups. Well, who's your, who's your group four
1: picks at this point? If we had to go. I, I if I had to pick, Right now, if they push me against the wall, I'm, I'm, It's either Huntington Central or Williamstown. I like, I like Williamstown's team a lot. Um, the problem with them, if they get to a Diamond Classic final, are they going to throw Montone and win the championship, or doesn't okay. go Saturday and he doesn't pitch Monday and they get upset by a Clearview or somebody like that? And listen, let's be honest, I'm just projecting. Clearview being a good team, but I don't know if they're going to be as good as last year. Williamstown may have to play an 8-9 game. Uh, the winner of the 8-9, Clearview, versus maybe Rancocas Valley or something like
0: that. And those you are know? all teams yeah. that are able to beat. They are all able to step up and beat a top team on any day. When Absolutely. Group 4 South
1: or... is the hardest by far. Yep, yep, yep. Well, Andrew, Pagano, Andrew Pagano from Tom's River North said, there is never an easy game in group 4 south he says no. it doesn't matter what seed you are you can lose it there's no way you can it's impossible every game is tough absolutely
0: group 3 south isn't much uh, or as central and south isn't much easier this year um you know we look at some of the teams in in group 3 at this point um i know that you know obviously ocean city is going to have certainly a, a shot to to repeat if you're looking at you know a two-pitcher tandem. You know Tommy Finnegan's gotten some of that velo back that that he's had, and he looks really good in the offseason as well as uh you know hit, going to St. John's next year and and Duke McCarran, who's already a a Maryland commit that that is you know been in the the low 90s over the winter. Um, but you've got uh, Colts Neck, which is certainly uh, yep. no pushover, obviously in Central. You've got Central with uh, with Cam Lighter. Um, mm-hmm you know, you go up north and, and it always seems to come down to, uh, in, in, in North too, and, you know, you got a a great Somerville team. you got a Ferris club that we know you like. We've got drew wires back down in central Jersey with Northern Burlington and
1: Morristown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we hear they Got a couple of pretty good, uh, you know, obviously you want to start with somebody, Max Martin's a pretty good place to start up the middle and, uh, you know, Jesse Spector on the mound. So what are we looking at in group three?
1: I'm, gonna, I'm going with the darkest of dark horses this year. And I'm going to blow people off the map. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, yeah, this team. And every, every year it's always Cranford and Milburn for me. I think Dennis McCaffrey and, and Brian Chapman are the greatest. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's better coaches than those guys in New Jersey. But I am going further up north to Ramapo. I think Ramapo... Is the team last year? They had a great season. Um, I think there were seventeen and eight. They returned everybody. Their players, their pitching, they're loaded. They're really, really loaded. Um, and I'm, I think Ramapo is my slight favorite out of the north. And listen, they're they're on the line as a team to watch. They're gonna have to earn their way in the top twenty. Granford and Milburn's been doing it for years in and years out. Um, but I think Ramapo is—they're ever gonna get there with well, their basketball team out there. Um, this yeah. is the year of the athlete at Ramapo. They got really good athletes at Ramapo. And I know TJ Hunt's probably listening. And he's saying, "Oh, he stole that from me. He stole that from <laughs> me. He, he loves Ramapo."
0: Yeah, he might have some personal bias in that, though. I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what about the South or South and Central? I mean, you got a. You know, again, they they always have been, you know, loaded. Um, What are we looking at in your mind?
1: Well, it's easy to go out out of the limb and say Ocean City because of their pitching. But with Ocean City, um, listen, Andrew Bristol and their coaching staff are unbelievable um, what they do there. I I can't say enough about how awesome they are. Um, But with Ocean City, I'm not going with Ocean City. Because they play too many one nothing games, they got a hit. Um, you know how many times you go to Ocean City game? The game's going an hour and twenty minutes. Their pitching's great, right? Maybe the best in the state with Duke and Finnegan. But you know, losing a catcher like Repetti, and people don't understand how important he was last year to that team. You could talk about all the kids going to St. John's and Vanderbilt and and this Maryland and this. He goes, Repetti was the guy that really helped them out the most, and they lose him, and, and they're gonna have to come back with a catcher. I know they their pitching staff's tremendous. Um, I don't know if there's a definite, clear-cut team, um, but jeez, I, mm, I mean, I, from the south, I think Wall is a really strong team offensively if they can really pitch. They have a couple young kids. They're, they're definitely going to hit. I know Rockford feels very strong about his team. I think early on in the season, Wall take a couple of lumps and they got to beat Colts neck and I'm sure they're going to play them a couple of times in big games. But I, I, I like what they're doing at wall. Uh, they're very good defensive squad. It's just their pitching is going to get better and better every game with the young kids. and middle, Up the middle, they're pretty strong.
0: Yeah, sure. No, and that's a, that's a great pick. Again, are you going to start with an Andrew Fisher? That's a pretty good place to start. Oh, sure. Yes. You know, Nick, Nick LaVarco, certainly one of the more physically talented. Uh, great, uh, real
1: good outfielder. And, yep. Um, Cabazzoni, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be a tough team. Yeah. Dark horse, though. Who's the dark horse in Group Three?
0: I, st- I think Central's a dark horse. Again, it's a.
1: It, you think so?
0: You you match with it it gets back to who's Cam pitching against.
1: Yeah. You know? Um
0: it's 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 so hard though. That bracket is just so you know, again, there there's no easy games there. You know, you, you get some of those short group three teams. Um, you come back a little closer to uh central Jersey and you hit the Allentowns of the world that that are always tough. Um, you go into Northern Burlington. You go right straight down to, to Morristown. Um, yeah, I like
1: Morristown and Northern Burlington. I think you know, with Max Martin, Morristown, and Jesse Specter. Jesse Specter's a winner. He's gonna. Yes. He's, I think he's committed to Seaton Hall. I saw him last year, and I'm like, oh my God, this kid can pitch. Um, and I think he was their number two last year. Um, yeah. And of course um drew wires at northern burlington you play on that small field and drew hits three out you all of a sudden you're out of the state tournament because they're gonna have a good they're gonna have a good record going at the states.
0: you can play on a big field and drew can hit three out i think you get oh yeah yeah, exactly that's true too yeah uh, but but i i I think again valuing pitching and all things being equal and you never know but but i think that's where a morristown will have an edge over a, a northern you know um so I'm going to say, uh, I don't know, but I think it's going to come down to like a Morristown and a and an Ocean City, probably, ultimately.
1: Um, yeah, probably. And and you know as well as I know um, Danny McMaster at Cherry Hill West, he, uh, it's like he hides. They hide almost all <laughs> season long. And then all of a sudden it's June 13th and they're in the sectional final. I'm like, yeah. how the heck did that happen? If yeah. they have like five injuries and, and then <laughs> and then they'll they'll play Eustis during the week in a non-conference game and losing ten innings, hey. one nothing on a steal of home. And I'm like, wait a second, where'd, you, where'd they come from? Danny's a know. good coach. He does a great job in John,
0: John Young's one of the bright young players in uh, in Jersey as a sophomore, obviously, and uh, recently verbal to uh, to UNC. So, um, yeah, they can hide sort of, but they can't really. You know, we we know they're out there. Um, yeah. Danny likes it like
1: that. He likes to be hidden. <laughs> they all do. They all do. They don't. They, they uh, want. Not teams. necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Well, we've got,
0: we kind of, we covered group four and group three for you guys today. Give me one player that's maybe on a team that we didn't talk about here at a group three, group four, that's got your attention.
1: Um. Again, one, there may be several of them. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. Someone that could make a big difference in this tournament and and it's no one surprising is Ryan Jarrows from Cranford. How do you get him out? And if you <laughs> walk him, how, how do you get this kid you out? Don't,
0: you um, know, if, I'm, if I'm coaching, I just tell him don't even bring your bat, you know, the other team I'm just saying, don't bring your bat to the game because I'm just walking you every
1: time. But people saw him last year and they say, Wow, you gotta see him hit now. It he's a junior and he runs I
0: mean, he can run too you can't yeah you can't he runs,
1: he's, he's a good athlete he's scary he's scary yeah. that he has another year I, I mean I look really forward to the draft next year I don't think he makes college um but he is a good student so um he's just he's just too good too good of it he's one he's one of the best I think I've seen um and the discipline of a hitter it matters he just doesn't go up and swing as hard as he can. He has tremendous discipline, doesn't get frustrated with a walk. Um, he's, he's special. He's definitely special. He's he's my guy that's here to just do things that we haven't heard in, in a long time.
0: No, not, but a lot of people say he's the number one junior in the state, and I don't think you would go wrong with that statement for, for sure, three right. teams that three teams that kind of slipped past us here that I want to make sure we touch on at least quickly, because I think they're all contenders. we got egg Harbor. We got Jackson and we got uh, Shawnee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I talked to coach Anderson at Shawnee and he said, um, he has got five committed kids. Um, Ethan Bowen, he really likes, he thinks he's going to be, he thinks he's a top 20 team. Of course, Jackson, Pat George does a real good job at Jackson. Um, and he's got probably one of the three best pitchers, if not one of the two best pitchers in state and that, that Crouch felt. Um, and, Char- and Charlie Meglio is a great number two. And got him being a great hitter. The thing that worries me is what happened at the end of the last year. Um, it worries me. And those kids right now, are they got to be hungry to come back this year and win. It's, it worries me for the other teams. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Because I think Jackson has has a bit to grind with some of these teams. They want to win this year. Yeah. And um, the last team you were saying was... Um, Egg Harbor. Egg Harbor. Oh,
0: um, always always having arms.
1: They do have arms. I was looking at it today. And, uh, you know, the Rutgers commit Justin Sweeney. Um, they're they're going to be a tough team to beat. But they got to win a championship this year. Um, they haven't done it. Got to win something. They, they, no excuse. I don't care if they're 500. They need to win a championship of some kind this year. Got to win one. Got to win one. They're gonna come be on, Carbs. Putting the pressure on you, Carbs. Let's go, baby. That's right. <laughs> oh, he's that's probably pissed off right now at me. That's gonna all right. I'm going
0: to get him. He's got to join, get in line, right? You take a number. Well, uh, yeah. We'll, We'll be back tomorrow with our our look at the big boys, the the non-publics A and B. We got some of the best teams, not just in the state there, but but in the East region in the country. Um, but that's it for today's look at Group Three and Group Four. Our high school preview week. I'm Mike Olson. He's John Kroger. We'll see you tomorrow.